You're listening to The Garrett Ashley Mullet Show on Anchor FM. I'm Garrett Ashley Mullet, and I want to talk about everything. Welcome back to The Garrett Ashley Mullet Show. This is Garrett Ashley Mullet coming to you from Greeley, Colorado for episode 310 of this podcast and today I've got a special treat for everyone including myself in the form of a guest. I've got Solomon Emmanuel Mullets with me in studio and by studio I mean my home office. Uh, Solomon, welcome to the podcast. How are you? Good. Very good. Good, good. good. So it's a Sunday morning, good morning, Sunday morning, and the world is quiet. What is your outlook on this Sunday morning? What, how, do you, how do you see the world this morning in a nutshell? Um, I don't know, just, a, just another day. It's just another to, day. To live through. To live through, to survive, like a lone wolf. Yeah. Live alone, die alone. Right? Yeah. Kind of. Kind of, sort of. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, what most people who know you want me to ask is how you got interested in art. Like why, why do you enjoy making art... What got you into art in the first place, do you think? And what, what do you like about art? Uh, so I think it was from, like, I saw videos or something of people drawing, like, these great artworks. And then I thought, I want to do that. And then, I, and then I started drawing a couple pictures of my cat. And then eventually I just started looking at stuff around the room that I was in, just trying to find stuff to draw. And then, I remember there was an owl poster? Um, no, it was a calendar. And I remember looking at it and thinking, I'm going to try to draw that. And I didn't do the best, but it was because I was just starting art. Um, and I remember I was drawing with post-it notes because I didn't have anything else. Just a bunch of post-it notes. That was like my sketchbook. Uh, I would usually just put them on the desk and then just have them displayed there. Um, I remember and, and you don't and you don't draw on post-it notes quite so much anymore, right? Like just to be clear, you have sketchbooks. Yeah, yeah, I do. Scratch paper, printer paper, like whatever you can get your hands on. Like you kind of, you've um, graduated to other types of canvas. Yeah, although I sometimes do get post-it notes, and like for uh, old times' sake. Yeah, and also just because they're small, convenient, easy to store, easy to hang. Yeah. Display. Mm-hmm. Like the adhesives just right on it. Yeah. Boom. Just stick it to the wall and it's there. Although it does usually, if you stick it to a normal wall, then it just falls off. 
because of all the bumps and stuff. You know what they should make? They should make like sketch paper that's like the size of your sketchbooks, but has like the sticky note type backing. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's a good idea. Although maybe a bit <laughs> stronger. Stronger adhesive. Or maybe like you would apply it and then stick it to the wall and then it would stick for longer. Like like you just apply some super glue and just throw it on the wall. Well like yeah. poster. You could do that. <laughs> well, okay, so so and I should have led in with this. For those of you who don't know Solomon, Solomon is our resident artist. It isn't that nobody else likes making art. Like we all have ways that we are creative and a number of your brothers and your sister enjoy drawing as well but I would say what I notice is nobody seems to consistently and as um, passionately take to art as you do like you watch YouTube videos like that's one of the ways that you've worked on getting better is like you, when you meet somebody that is an artist you'll talk with them like if you see them drawing like you'll ask them questions like what kind of what kind of questions do you ask or do you ask questions or do you think of it like is it just happen naturally when you see somebody drawing you're like oh that looks cool and then you just watch them and like how do how do you how do you, how do you learn how to draw better for those out there listening who are not very good artists. Okay, can you walk us through that? Well, some of it is watching videos um, and then also trying to get better at the techniques in the videos uh, and also sometimes just making new techniques. So, so what does that mean? Like, what, what is a technique? Like, um, like for you, example. for instance, sketching is one of the most useful things for drawing stuff because it's like it's like the the base of a house because hmm. you have to you have to start somewhere so a sketch is like um it's like making a base like a structure like a kind like of a, a foundation of sorts yeah but it's like a very rough base and then you you gradually once you're done with a sketch you start making more refined lines and i've seen some people who make like, who who like don't, they make the sketch and then they make another rough rough version of what they want to make and then they make a another one that's a little bit more refined and then they eventually gradually get to an a actual drawing and then they use that um, for either purposes of videos content or something uh, or just as an artwork piece to hang on their wall or something. Like when they're doing tutorials and things like that. Yeah, like Art Hub for Kids, that's one of the big things that I started with. Well, it's not, a channel not, not or? A YouTube channel. Okay. Uh, actually, the Chavez's use Art Hub for Kids oh. quite a bit. They have a bunch of, so what they do is they, they do the kind of the same thing that they do. Uh, they like, they, they make the, the artwork and then they color it in with their really good markers that they have. What uh, really good markers? Like, uh, I don't. Is that to say? Because I don't know. Like I'm not an artist, but 
Is that to say that not all markers are equal? No, no, definitely not. What? Some some markers, uh, such as Crayola, they are not the best. And, and why? Like what? What's the difference? Usually, um, so there's there's a thing called bleeding with markers, mm. which is where it's either I think I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I think it's when there's too much ink or color on the marker and it it's like it's like dumping water on the paper mm. but like in, in small amounts like so, like it spreads out farther than where you actually wanted it to go and it also it also sometimes goes seeps through the paper like if you if you're using a sharpie to draw you'll see that it will i think sharpies are just the reason why they're permanent is because they have so much ink in them and so it's like it's like more ink to wash off, so it's like even harder to wash off. Hmm. Um, so if you if you see when you're using um, a permanent marker, then you'll actually see that it bleeds through the paper, and you can see it on the other side. Well, well, most markers do it. Um, but like high quality markers don't do that so much. Yeah, they're better. More, more precise. Um, yeah. Um, and I feel like brush pens are probably my favorite type of marker, even if they're not so consistent with the shape of the trail you're making. Brush pen is a brand, or it's a type of marker, which is like a. It's got like um. It's got like a flexible tip, so that it can be like a brush, but then it's like. A pen because it's got ink, huh. and so it's like a brush marker, brush pen. Those are the most common names that people use for them. And I remember mom got some from, I think it was, it was like a dollar store. It, she got them, she got some uh, markers for us to use just in general art. Um, and I've I've used them quite a bit. I made quite a few artworks with them, uh, and they're pretty good. I would like, if I had, like, a whole case of brush markers. That would be the realist. Like, that would be really cool. Yeah. So, uh, so okay, so are there certain kinds of things that you you would want to draw with that, or can you draw anything, right? Like, it's just going to look a little different depending on what you use. Well, yeah, because if you use Crayola, like the the crayons, uh, then it will it will look more like rough, and there are gonna be a lot of holes in the the color unless you really put it down, like you push, and you also like try to cover as much space as you can, which I think might be because there's bubbles in it, or because of the material, but. I don't know, but it it won't be as good as if you were using a brush pen, which is like basically water, or like basically like really it's like dry water. So you can just like you can get um you can get like better coverage than if you're to use a Crayola crayon um 
instead. So it would be better to use a marker than a crayon. Although pencils are pretty good. Coloring pencils are pretty good. I've seen some people do some really realistic stuff with them. Like that's usually the realism thing. Because it doesn't, it doesn't apply too much color. It, it applies more... It, it applies less... It, it applies It's more of a gentle... Softer. Yeah, like a soft, yeah. softer, it's softer, gentler. softer, and so it doesn't apply as much color. But you can get more of, a, like, a concentrated color if you, like, make a second pass or a third or... Yeah. Right? Or if you, like, push harder on the paper. Uh, Which gives you more control over, like, shading and, like, making things seem three-dimensional. And... Yeah. Um, I usually just use a pencil, just a normal pencil... Usually mechanical pencil, unless I have to use non-mechanical pencil, because there's not much sharpeners. Although, you did buy a Blackwing one. Right, and which we could have bought a lot of other... <laughs> we could have bought a lot more sharpeners f for the equivalent, but it is a cool sharpener. It's a really it cool is, sharpener. It is a really cool sharpener. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so, so switching gears a little bit... In terms of subjects, like how do you, how how do you decide what it is that you want to draw? Like you just see something and you're like, oh man, that's really cool. Like I wonder if I can draw that. Or are there certain types of things that you consistently like to draw? Like how do you, how do you decide what you want to draw? Like either like on a case by case basis or like are there certain kinds of things that you just always like to draw. Sometimes I, I I usually like switch it up. Like sometimes I'm drawing this like a dinosaur or something. Uh, the next day I'm drawing a lion or something. Like I never draw. I, well, sometimes I do keep a consistent thing where I'm drawing something similar each time. Like right now I've been drawing a bunch of dragons, which I'm really good at. I'm proud of. If you do say so yourself. Yes. <laughs> um, Straight fire. Yeah. It's the, it, that's what the kids are saying these days, right? I think so. Sure. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> I think that was like a little bit earlier. A little, little while ago? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, so usually, <laughs> I'm not that good at people. I can draw a pretty good, like, shape of the body mm -hmm. but i can't draw clothing that well and hands are the worst well, or you, you're better worst. at hands than I'm, I am. I'm pretty good at hands fingers are always just like I, they always feel yeah. weird to me because you can never draw the same shape and when you draw the perfect shape you have to erase it because the other ones aren't going to be perfect and so you have to erase that shape and then you have to redraw it and then you you keep doing that until you get a hand, which is annoying. It also kind of thins the paper because you're scraping off so much paper sometimes. Kind of rubbing it, rubbing it away. Yes. And um, so you know, with that though, like I I've noticed like when I watch some of the videos with you that you watch, it's like the people that are sketching, it's like they're okay with like they don't they don't try to fix a mistake right away necessarily they kind of like just like go with it a little bit and then let it like i don't know develop almost like bob ross where you know we don't what is it he says we don't make mistakes 
We just have happy little accidents or something. Yeah. To where it's like, okay, oops, like I didn't mean to go there, but I can work with that. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes I like draw like the shape, like a circle, because circles work for basically anything you're drawing, except for it's if it's square, then it doesn't work that well. Square circles. Yes. They're kind of weird. Rounded circles, or round, round, well, all circles are rounded, but all, mm-hmm. rounded squares. Yes. I, I suppose you could have those. The cir- You like circles. Yeah, circles are pretty much the only thing that you can use for sketching, except for lines and triangles. Squares sometimes, but not much. And between those three things, like those, kind of like Legos, right? Like those are the building blocks. That yeah. you develop your structures. The foundations. Um, Interesting. And and usually, I'll draw, I'll draw like a circle, and then I'm like, oh, that looks like something I've seen, and then I'll, I'll start drawing the thing, even if I had prior um, plans to draw something else, then I. Um, I would just draw whatever I saw in the sketch if I if I wanted to. What do you mean saw in the sketch? Like you see you start to see something coming together as you, you're as you're drawing and you're usually, like, Ooh, yeah, like usually, I'm starting to see it come out. Usually I see like a shape that I've seen in like other art or just it looks like something I've seen and then I'll start like drawing that thing because I think that this is the perfect sketch for that. Hmm. So I can just use this to make that, even if I had uh, wanted to make this instead. Um, so I, I'd usually just do that. And then I also, sometimes if someone's drawing with me, um, I kind of copy. Oh, right, right. Because it, it, it helps me. To figure out kind of how they're doing it. Yeah, and also, even if they're worse or or just an early or they're they're earlier in their art career if they're gonna start one usually i'll just copy whatever they're making and try to make it as good as i can mm-hmm. and usually it turns out like really good and so i usually just do that whenever i'm drawing with someone like i got some pretty good drawings that are inspired do, does anybody ever get mad at you for trying to copy them? Sometimes. Really? Not much, though. Not like, really, though. Not like, much. Just they'll tell like, you, like, don't copy me. Or like... uh That's like plagiarism. Well, well I'm yeah. Just, kinda, I'm not saying that. Kinda. No, no, like, I'm just like... Yeah, that, is that how they feel? Like, they feel like you're stealing their idea or something? Or? Possibly. Oh, okay. I remember Daniel was drawing a man slurping noodles. Daniel was on the podcast. Uh, he was drawing a Chinese man slurping up noodles, and then I copied it. It made it look so good. <laughs> it was it was great. Looked really good. But it, but it's interesting. It's almost like that saying, uh, you know, walk a mile in somebody's shoes, right? Like when you draw, like when you draw, kind of like what they're drawing. Like you kind of start to see it, the way that they see it. Like you start seeing how they do art or how they want to do art even if they can't do it that way like i can try my best to do it that way for them 
or like like sometimes like Evelyn, uh, who's also on the podcast. Um, she sometimes she draws something and then I will redraw it in my more advanced style. I'm not saying that she's crude and unadvanced and of the past, but but she's younger, right? Yes. She hasn't so had she, as much time she's to... not as advanced in art as me. Like, she started, like, at six. So she's got, like, two years. And I think she might surpass me. Mm. I started, like, eight. So. And you are now 12. Yes, so. So you've been doing this for four years. Four years. It's been quite a while. It's, I, I think it's, like, four, four or five years. One of the two. I don't remember an exact date, but I know I've been doing it for at least three years because I'm not a hundred percent sure that it was four years. So, um, yeah, sometimes Evelyn will draw something and then she'll, she'll let me draw it and then, um, I'll draw it to my best ability, uh, in the way that I see it. Mm. Cause sometimes she'll draw something and then I'll see something that I like in it and then I'll like turn it into something that she wasn't making, but I would, like, change that to something else. Adapt it. Yes. Yeah. Kind of like, um, it's like, uh, recycling, although it's not with trash. Yeah, well, okay, and so, so then, too, with that, does it ever go the other direction where, like, you start copying somebody and then you go... Like, you come to a fork in the road, and they go to the left, and you go to the right, and you go a different direction with it. And then, like, do you, do you like, explain to them, or do they ask questions, like, hey, why are you doing this, or how do you do that, or... Sometimes. Like, so, I remember I was drawing a horn for something. I don't remember what. Drawing a what? Like a, a spiral horn for oh. something, which I'm very good at spirals, so I'm very proud of my spirals. Hmm. Um, and I, draw, I drew a horn, and... Josiah, the oldest, was like, how did you do that so fast? I'm just like, practice? Let me show you. Let me me teach you a thing, too. It's usually just drawing a triangle and then, like, drawing spiral lines on it and then trying to make the lines look more rounded. Because then it looks like a spiral. (laughs) Uh... And usually I try my best to do it, but sometimes it doesn't work the best. Sometimes it doesn't come out the way you were yeah. thinking in your head. Yeah. So you just hit it again. Like, try again. Mm-hmm. Slightly differently this time. Yeah, it reminds me of something called deep practice, which I won't go way into. But, yeah, like that, that's, that's a good thing. That's a good technique. Because that's, I mean, that's everybody, right? Like, nobody is born being a master at anything. Yeah. But, like, you you do it, and you take a step back, take a look. Hey, did that turn out the way that I wanted it to? What am I going to change? Okay, I'm going to change this and try again. Step back. Well, sometimes I'll just restart and try again. And if I, if I don't like what I made prior, then I will restart usually um unless i just think 
you know what, I'm just gonna draw something else or something. Because usually it's kind of, kind of tiring to just go at something, like one thing. Usually I just draw a series of sketches or drawings in a sketchbook, usually filling it out in a matter of days. Even if it's like a hundred page sketchbook. Although I should, I should go back in the sketchbooks that I have, instead of getting new ones. I should just go back, get rid of the sketches, and just use up those pages. Even if there's not that many. I try to not, um, try to not get so many sketches in there that are unfinished. But usually it happens quite a bit. Right, right, right. Well, changing gears a little bit... Uh, we're almost out of time for this episode, but it has been very enjoyable having you on the podcast. We'll have to do this again. Uh, one final question. It's a ways out, but you do turn 13 years old this year, the end of the year. Yeah. Have you given any thought to where you would like to go for your 13th birthday? Or have you, do you, like, do you have a couple of ideas and you're still thinking about, like, which one you like better or... What are you thinking about that? Well, I've tried thinking about it, but usually I can't decide on a place because it's it's like usually it just happens once, so I just want to make it special. And so I'm trying to think of the best place to go. Um, so you're still thinking about it? Yeah, I'm okay. still thinking about it. Gotcha. Well, there's time. Right, there's time. Yeah. There's, there's another whole year. To go through to think about it, which is quite a bit of time. So that's right, right, right. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It was a pleasure, and uh, yeah, no, we'll we'll have to do it again. All y'all out there, you should keep an eye out for Solomon Mullet and uh, his artistic abilities. He's got a view to being a youtuber someday and mm -hmm. i could definitely see you being on youtube with like drawing tutorials and being your generation's bob ross like just sketching things and having happy little accidents and like, like here's what i do and i like make this like this and here's when i i it it's different i don't think creatively in those terms quite so much but I think it's cool that you do and uh, keep at it well I do want to get some paints to try to become like a Bob Ross yeah yeah because I'm not and, that... and you need an afro yeah I need... <laughs> right I need to just get an afro like a, a wig just put it on or you or you could grow one yeah I could try you could try okay all right. Well, that's all the time we've got for this episode. As always, thank you for listening. Thank you, Solomon, once again. And, uh, yeah, until next time, God bless. You've been listening to The Garrett Ashley Mullet Show on Anchor FM. For more content like what you just heard, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Also check out thegarrettashleymulletshow.com to subscribe to email alerts when new episodes are published. As always, you can reach me with any comments, questions, complaints, objections, or insights at garrettashleymullet at protonmail.com.